When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There once was a man named Gold Roger, who was king of the pirates. He had fame, power, and wealth beyond your wildest dreams. Before they hung him from the gallows, these were the final words he said. Our perspective is yours for the taking, but you'll have to join us first. We left everything we debated at the Yonko table. Ever since, pirates from all over the world set sail for the Grand Line, searching for the Yonko Table, the table that will make their dreams come true. Yo! Yo, 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 everyone. The Yonko Table has set sail yet again into the penultimate episode of season three of The Boys. That's right, everyone. We are gearing up for the season finale next week. And... (laughs) I'm excited for what we have laid out. Some people might not be as excited as I am today with the boys episode seven, but with me as always is fellow Yonko Grandmaster Hoop. Grandmaster, you called this episode mid? I didn't call, I never called this episode mid. (laughs) All I said was, all I said was that I think the twist was really good. And everything relatively else was, you know, it was good, but, you know, it wasn't like, ah. So with, that's okay, though. This is the calm before the storm. I'm okay with this. I'm this... okay <laughs> for a slowdown week after the bombastic episode that was last week. I'm okay. This episode was literally an onion. And we're going to peel back the layers so that you can see the light. I, this I, this was more than just a normal calm. This was so much more. And you will see. I, I there's nothing you. for me to see. I understand what was good about this episode. You're trying to paint it like I didn't like it. I liked it. If you didn't think this was phenomenal, you thought it was mid. I didn't. It has, okay, it has sure. been so ordered by Dr. Okay. J's attorney. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's do this then. Let's do this. We pick up from last week where we left off with Starlight becoming a whistleblower of Vought. She came out, she had enough, and she basically outed all the secrets of Vought's dirty lies. She's basically said how much of the society that they control, along with how the superheroes are really just terrible people. Um, I don't think she released the video yet though, right? Of the Homelander and Queen Maeve. In the no, airplane? as okay. far as we know, no, but it was enough to get the ball rolling and, and right. they're playing, they're playing PR patrol, trying to cover up the tracks of Starlight's message. Oh, oh she's, she's a human trafficker. She just opened <laughs> the Starlight home. They shifted the blame. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Oh, this it's was, so bad. And, and you know what? Kudos to the, um, the uh, the boys social media team if you if every anyone who's listening to this if they haven't been keeping up with social media on the boys they actually made a vaught industries um twitter page 
and it it's authenticated and everything and it literally acts as if it is the vault industries from the boys so you have them sending out that corporate apologist uh statement that you see from so many companies that, like like they're addressing the whole starlight fiasco and they're like um the defamatory statements from starlight aka annie january uh, is uh is slanderous to say the least and we will be taking uh legal action it it's just funny i like that they're doing that that's something so silly that they don't have to do and they're taking a jab at a lot of these corporations how you read a statement an official statement from them and it just feels like a shell it sounds and reads like a shell and i like it they're making fun of it that oh no I just it's, to it's a that. it's a great tie-in i'm looking at it now Oh, you didn't uh, read it? You didn't no, it? No, I, I did read it before. Okay. I did read it. I'm just looking at it for like right now purposes. But, uh, you know, it's a good time. They lose themselves in their message, though. You can tell. Uh, Homelander just says, F it. I want to make her go under so bad. <laughs> it, like the, it's really well written in the beginning. And it's it like is. got a lot good jargon. And then it goes down to, you know, her crazed jealousy boiled over into insurrectionist <laughs> territory. And that's when you can tell this is, oh man, they're gonna feed their masses. And it shows for what else transpires in this episode. They know their target audience, you know? They do. And you know, the demographic of the audience at the Homelander rally was very specific. I know they chose <laughs> what they wanted to uh, for that audience polling, um, but Again, we're seeing a lot of these parallels between reality and what the boys is depicting. This was a one-to-one -one comparison <laughs> of a Trump rally <laughs> for a president. Oh. I mean, it's it's even a presidential election too for um uh what's his name? Singer? Brett Brat Singer. Oh, his I last heard, name's Singer, I, right? I missed his name. Um But yeah that it is what exactly that and literally the same like back and forth you have homelander instead of addressing the problem of how real of a threat uh soldier boy is he's going around just shifting the blame saying what about starlight and her sex trafficking ring have you all seen that i like it it's funny we've been seeing it the last like three or four episodes them just really painting parallels between what's happening in, in our country today and what's happening in the boys. In the boys' extent, it's a, a more of an exaggerated, silly take with superheroes and uh, a villain going around and killing people, but you can make the connections. And I like how they haven't lost me yet. It's not preachy, it's not down your throat, it's there and you make the connections. I like I say people better have uh a kind of uh what's the word third party view glassings on and watching this because right if this is talking about you <laughs> you need to lift up your glasses what's and going on? realize this is satirical from the jump and Easily, right, they are right. trying to make a point and it's not necessarily so heavy but it's just like it's quite obvious yes the parallels between the this rally and i mean they're calling the homelander rally he's not even running for anything <laughs> uh, but he is the 
for at the forefront and he's just mudslinging just trying to throw starlight's oh. name under and then you know the 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 fan base you know we're safe there's no <laughs> soldier boy we're totally okay <laughs> and then they think they and again oh my gosh it's <laughs> it works on so many levels and then you have that dude todd uh who's uh which one's todd he's dating uh mm's uh ex-wife oh right 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 oh my god yes go and ahead, then, go you ahead. Know, he's well he sees her he sees that they're at the rally mmc like, and his daughter and todd yes at the rally. yes right and i mean i'm not gonna go ahead and give my experience of going to a trump rally for research purposes oh, however <laughs> them things can get a little violent and a little rowdy and quite scary for certain individuals and you know just being in their world if you know homelander and what he's really about you're not safe there he almost lost it he almost rally. killed someone i mean right he, yes he thought he saw soldier boy in the crowd <laughs> his eyes glowed up i thought he was gonna kill someone and they had oh. to do, pull like a pr stunt or something i don't know um but no, I, I love that scene because again, you can make the connections yourself. And it's, it, I mean, if I was MM, I would be pissed too. He yes. keeps telling uh, Todd, I don't want my daughter going to these things. They are oh dangerous. And the conversation they had, he's like, Starlight's a liar. Starlight lies. You need to stop paying attention to the mainstream establishment, uh, establishment media. They're brainwashing you. Look at independent sources and do your own research. He's like, what are you, what are you fucking stupid? <laughs> Homelander's lying. Like, they're all lying. He's like, oh, they can't all be lying. He's, they're all lying. <laughs> they're all lying. I'm trying to be her father, Todd. Well, someone's got to be. Oh, tried it. He got, tried yeah, it. he tried it. He tried, he tried it. it. He got it. He tried it. He got it. But then the look in her face. It was. Oh, gosh, darn it. It's terrible. A, it's a mix. Yeah, terrible little predicament. MM's in. You can't win. You can't. And I mean, it's nice to see at least that. Um, uh, I, I I forget her name. MM's ex-wife. Um, um, I think it's Monique. Monique. Um, yeah. It's nice to see that she was somewhat on that side as well. Um, she, she didn't know that Todd took the daughter out to a rally. Yeah, um, no. So she was like, yo, you didn't you didn't tell me that you took my daughter to one of these things? <laughs> um, because you know, MM likely tells her the type of things Homelander has done. Yes. And oh, she did. knows about his past with Soldier yeah, Boy as well. Exactly. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I, I would not be surprised if the mother's like, do not take my daughter to one of these things. The dude is crazy. Um, right. So again, the parallels are there. I loved it. Again, they're 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 they know how to write those lines um, for those type of connections. Mm -hmm. um, but that wasn't the only big reveal in this episode. Our boy, the A Train, oh. made a miraculous recovery. And <laughs> how did um, he recover? Go ahead. Dra dramatic dramatic irony um i didn't see this coming i thought no one was there was dead. no way for anyone to catch it but 
what the how they solved his death because he's knocking on death's doorsteps right they give him a new heart a soup's heart because your powers can only probably work with the soups makes sense uh, whose heart well the first available of course freaking blue hawk's heart which is crazy because was the heart just laying on the pavement that he obliterated blue hawk on because i'm trying to think he dragged him he dragged him back right or did he drag him face down face he down dragged him face down so right his, face his is... chest is being exposed first as I'm he's guessing, obliterated i'm guessing his heart made it his heart made it out that's just insane because like when i need to go back and see this scene because i thought when a train got to, like when he stopped I thought, I thought Blue Hawk's entire upper body was just missing, right? Or was? Uh, I mean, it, I feel it was a trail. It was like kind of concave in a way, like it was like forming at a triangle, to where it was like it got narrow. It, it I don't know, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, I guess it, it makes sense. It makes sense. Make it to make a sense. degree. To a degree, <laughs> his heart could have survived the wreckage. It could have survived. That is bananas. Because now I'm just thinking, the more I'm thinking about it, it's like, so they had to, first they had to find out where A-Train and Blue Hawk were. Yes. Mm -hmm. By the time they get to where they're at, they have to then return to the hospital or whatever, perform, first see if, if, uh, if, if it's uh, compatible too. If it's compatible and then perform the surgery again there's a lot of leeway in there that you're you're just supposed to suspend your disbelief uh but that just raises so many questions there was so many signs that a train bit the big one in yes. that episode in the finale from last week um i thought he was dead and i guess he's not so so he's back he has a heart okay. now I'm, I'm looking at it and because I pulled it up on our TikTok, you can look at our TikTok for more of our quick takes. Um, he's dragging him face down. Right. Uh, I'm pretty sure. At least, yeah, he's dragging him face down. But when he stops, he's face up. So that means he twisted uh, okay. at some point because the, the, all the scarring is up, is right side up, you know, mm -hmm. meaning his back wouldn't be scarred if he was being dragged on the front the whole time but when he stops all the scarring is right side up so that means he flipped them oh okay by the time he stops he flipped them so maybe can it you, never reached the heart his face see, is like, gone his face is but you still see his body like like his chest area yeah you can see it it's not that deep but okay. his face is the main thing that the got face messed is up. gone okay like the face is indistinguishable you cannot Right. Uh, you cannot tell a coroner or somebody cannot come to this scene and be like, that's Blue Hawk. That's, <laughs> you know, I can tell. Unless they look for DNA. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. I mean, I guess it's, yeah. At, at least that part is answered. But then you have the rest of it. It's just dramatic I mean, irony. Like, yeah, it is. Um, it's the last heart he wants inside of him. Right. You know? Right. And it's funny because now that he has these powers, you have Ashley just being typical Ashley saying, 
We're going to have the biopic now of the Blue Hawk making his comeback. This is your dream. Now you can use your powers again. Welcome back to the 7A train. Um, wait, I said Blue Hawk. I meant A train. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, well, um, I mean, is it wrong, though? He He's technically Blue Hawk. I mean, way. and again, they can spin it to some stupidity that Blue Hawk tragically lost. Oh, yeah, that's what they did, they did. right? Uh, yeah. Ashley, he lost his life and uh right. and she right. he saved him right uh, right from the or like try to or something try to save him but ashley knows Adrian right right him. right yeah um, oh my gosh but also too it's funny because she's talking about that biopic and she's like we're gonna get uh a train to be your coach he's gonna oh. be your, I, I mean a blue hawk <laughs> to be your coach we might get Tom Hanks to play him. <laughs> Is it? W- w- didn't Tom Hanks play a coach uh, in a recent movie or no? No, not that I can recall, but funny nonetheless. It was know. funny. I, I enjoyed like, that bit. <laughs> terrible. Um, who, what else can Vought think of that is just damn right despicable? <laughs> yes, right. Um it fit the mo and hey if this brings us back to uh a train being able to use his powers and hopefully changing a new leaf i hope this is something to wake him up um right i feel like the guy went out trying to do something you know meaningful to him yeah noble It, it still may have been in the benefit of his own interest because it's for a family member that blue hawk hurt but still like it it's a step. It's a step right. from the selfishness that this guy was, where he was willing to throw anyone he cared about under the bus, including um, Popclaw from season mm-hmm. one, uh, just to save his own skin. So I think this might be a good stepping stone for the season finale with uh, A-Train. And I don't know. We'll see. That's it's, the only part we see him in, though, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's literally the second chance. You died. You are now giving a second chance. What are you going to do with it? Are you going to keep doing the same old shtick? Or are you going to go help Starlight go bring down Vought and Homelander and all this? Do the right thing. Do the right thing, A-Train. And the thing is, before it was revealed to him, I think, when he had that he had Blue Hawk's heart, Ashley told him, hey, you're okay with um, talking smack about Starlight? on on uh Vought NN, right? And he's like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, of course, whatever. I'm like, no, uh, Adrian, stop, <laughs> stop and think. But then I think that was when Ashley told him about the heart, I think, mm-hmm. I could be wrong. But um, hey, you know, time for a new leaf for A-Train. Let's hope and see how he comes out in the finale. Um, but on the other side of things, we have the boys. On the hunt for uh, Mindstorm. Mindstorm. He is the final member of the payback. Well, squad. other than um, other than Black Noir. Black Noir. Um. So they are on the hunt for Mindstorm, and uh, there's there's some interesting dialogue that happens here uh, between you know Huey a little bit with Butcher and. Uh, even um what's his name soldier boy what mm-hmm. i did like was and i wish they used him a little bit more because this guy is just freaking hilarious um the legend 
Uh, ah, the legend. Played by, yes. do, do, do you know Paul Reiser. Paul Reiser. Paul Reiser. This guy, I swear everything that comes out of this guy's mouth in both episodes that he appears in is comedy gold. He's just reminiscing of the good old days, the the broads that he uh, <laughs> knocked up. Um, and he reveals some stuff about, you know, Soldier Boy's past. One of the tried and true um, claims to fame that he has in popular media is he was on Normandy Beach. He helped the um, the Allies storm on D-Day, right? And yes. <laughs> turns out he wasn't even there. He showed up for photos way later. I think I think mm -hmm. the legend said two weeks, right? Uh, yes, I anyone. Right. Right. And Huey rightfully called him out later on that. Uh, yeah, just it's funny. They just write this stuff up for these heroes in this press. And uh, yeah, they just eat it up. Uh, he's just a propaganda piece. He's as if he's if Captain America never like actually stopped being the propaganda boy and selling, you know, oh. like bonds. You know, right, right, right. He, he, he is literally that. He is. He could have. He could have stormed Normandy. He. I'm you know? pretty sure he would have done some work <laughs> on right. Normandy. Um, but no, he's. <laughs> I like how smug he is. He's very funny. Uh, he's like, I imagine he would have. Where's the party, everyone? Like, what I miss? <laughs> oh, at the end, like in the infirmary. After right, the battle's yes, done, <laughs> right, uh huh. People got missing legs, arms, half their heads blown off, and he's just wanting to know where he can get drunk or wasted. And then he's in the bedroom with the two elderly women. Is it is it because he's from the past? Uh, what? Oh, um, that he's a, that he's into that. Well, because he said like, he said something like, "What the the older they are, the." the juicier and drier ah, they can be or something yes mm -hmm. <laughs> don't judge i guess hey if if i'm, if I'm not judging i'm just judging i was just <laughs> <laughs> random funny it uh, was it was funny because you would yes. think like yeah soldier boy he he could probably get with like you know a modern age woman from that time period right um but uh <laughs> he's going for the grannies I'll give it to him. Go, go I think ahead. they're trying to show he's slowly starting to act like Soldier Boy again. You know, right. kind right. of getting back into the swing of things. Like the first time he hits New York, he's dazed and confused. Second time he's demanding the food and, you know, the drugs. And now he's, he's back, baby. But now shit's starting to kick in for him. Uh, they say he might have PTSD. And right. That was a funny bit too when they were when they first got there, walking through the forest. Uh, he's like, "What was that?" <laughs> that? He did that like four or five times, <laughs> right. and you have Butcher and Huey saying, "We didn't say nothing, mate." <laughs> <laughs> it was I don't I what's the actor's name? Do, do you know the actor's name for Soldier Boy? For Soldier Boy, that's uh, Jensen Ackles. That's um, the dude from. Uh, What's that show? Uh, Supernatural. He's one of the oh, brothers. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
I'm not too familiar with Supernatural, but me I'm neither. A, I'm aware of like some of the cast members a little bit. Um, yes, he's been around the CW for years. Goodness, um, mm -hmm. it's his deadpan delivery. I I like just his voice and the way he delivers. Like the line you just said, if it was anyone else, I would not have thought it was funny. But the way he says, "Did did you say something?" Right. <laughs> it's just so good. I just love it. I just love it. And you have this dumbstruck look on the character's face just saying, no. Right. <laughs> we did it. Um, and part of it, you know, originally I was thinking like, oh, maybe because he's uh, more superhuman than the other two, maybe he's hearing something what that mind storm is doing. Like maybe it's a mind storm trick because at the time we didn't know too much about his shenanigans. Um, Soldier Boy only told them, don't look into his eyes or, or don't make eye contact um, right. if you see him. And they asked him why. And he's like, don't worry about it. Just just don't look into his just eyes. Don't do it. Just don't do it. <laughs> and you'll be fine. <laughs> um, so I was thinking like, oh, maybe maybe he is actually picking up on something. Huey and Butcher are thinking that he's going psycho. Like, dude, what's this guy's problem? Well, he's paranoid. He's definitely paranoid. Easily. Um, oh, right. Right. Yeah. Now, now knowing mine. Uh, mind uh oh my god i was gonna say mind sweeper what was mind his name storm. mind storm mind storm now that we know mind storm's whole shtick um yeah the guy was paranoid easily like none of the he was not hearing real voices um maybe voices in his head but not like it wasn't actual uh tangible things happen or happening or going on right. um so Minesweeper, uh you know mind storm goodness <laughs> Mindstorm. He has a level of paranoia as well. Um, well, he's, they, um, he's bipolar. He's bipolar. Right, right. Um, and that was one of the things they mentioned earlier where Butcher was saying, this guy has eight different addresses that you remember. I went to three of them. He's nowhere there. Mm -hmm. Which is an element that does not make a total lot of sense because if Butcher was going to these different addresses by himself he doesn't know what mind mind storm is going to do to him if he goes there because he didn't know about his abilities until th this current attempt with soldier boy so it's like what what was the what was the the goal in sending butcher out the first three times i think it was reconnaissance just find him he wasn't supposed to bring him back he's supposed oh to be just like, hey, find him there. and say hey i okay yeah got it yeah you know yeah uh identify come back recon but uh got it i don't know still kind of going in blind the logic ain't too much there but right uh, i like how they tracked him down they're like oh let's cross reference the pharmacies who's selling lithium you know mm -hmm. it was fine but uh, it was fine it, it got us to where we needed to go it was an idea from huey using his mind what he's well it, it was a nice little idea from huey and the way butcher looks at him he's like all right boy that's pretty boy. smart thanks huey <laughs> good, one, or, good huey. one huey good one mike they're establishing this brother relationship it's there which, when we finally have the run-in with uh mindstorm uh he puts um butcher under he does. He makes eye contact with him. Mm -hmm. And um, it's funny because I think even Soldier Boy says, 
you, right. Uh, so, so Butcher goes under, and Huey tries to wake him up. He can't. Yes. And the only way to wake him up is well, actually, no. There, there is no way except for to get Mindstorm, Mindstorm, and forcefully wake him up. Um, and he asks Soldier Boy, you know, how how do we fix this? You know, if, if we can't get a hold of Mindstorm, and he says, dude, your your friend is done. <laughs> like he is gonna stay that way until uh he says something like dehydration something dehydration. yeah like yeah he's he dehydrate yeah right um so that's that's insane that's an op ability um but if you know the gimmick then it's it's like a genjutsu from Naruto. yes it is very much genjutsu-esque yes right <laughs> uh <laughs> mindstorm has the sharingan confirmed um yeah <laughs> you can make that comparison yeah he puts uh, Butcher under, and we finally get to see a visual flashback of what Butcher's um, childhood was like. We like, I think it's always been alluded to, you know, what his childhood was like, because we did get to meet his dad in season two. I could have right? sworn we met his mom too. I don't remember meeting his. Actually, you know what? Maybe we did meet the mom. Yeah, I, I had to. I had to think about it. Uh, I was like, I remember the dog, and then when they showed the flashbacks of the, uh, of the dad who was played by John Noble, I was like, oh yeah, we did meet him. And right. then I was like, crap, dang it, I don't remember what happened to uh, the brother. Um, but, but yes, I looked. We, it up. we, we know did. that he died even in right. season two. Yes, um, we so we did meet the mom. Okay. Okay. Got it. Uh, yeah, we did meet the mom, and she told him that the dad had passed away. Uh, and then, yeah, I guess what this? Yeah, this is our first time meeting the little brother. I guess this is our or, first time. I guess learning the ultimate fate that he did have, because we knew about Lenny uh, mm -hmm. the previous season, but now we get concrete evidence of like this is what happened. This hurt, man. This was a sad backstory for Butcher. You have yes. these childhood brothers looking out for each other, and you have this terrible, terrible father just coming home and beating the the crap out of them, essentially. Because he on left a his daily bike basis. in the driveway. Of all things, <laughs> I mean, it's it, it's ridiculous. And you have, of course, Butcher trying to be the older, bigger brother that shields his little brother from the constant beatings of uh, of their father, essentially, and they kind of just fast forward through a, a lot of like um i guess like the filler like you didn't need to know how many times that the father would beat them you just need to know the father is a terrible person and he beats them for just dumb reasons mm -hmm. but then it fast forward to butcher you know leaving the home and this interaction between him and his brother is just so sad because the brother knows if butcher leaves that focus that the dad has on Butcher is gonna then shift to him. Right. And it's it's silly that Butcher doesn't see that. He, he sees it more as, I'm the one that he hates the most. If I leave, he's likely gonna calm down. If I stay, I'm gonna end up killing him. And both of like, you know, I, I don't wanna do that because then they're gonna throw me in prison. I'm never gonna see you again. And he ran away to what the the military? Is that is that what he did? Yeah, I think he yeah he like joined or whatever the British equivalent. Because he said um, the barracks, so I I assumed it was yeah, yeah. the military. 
but um you know um it's interesting because although he has good intentions of leaving just like a butchered would he kind of chops up and severs the ties by saying Lenny, you need to puff up sometimes. Oh man, that hurt. <laughs> it's yeah. just what his dad told him. Right. He's you you see him becoming his dad. Cause what did he strike a teacher? He like got like or, a stapler and just went started, off on a yeah, he just struck struck the teacher. And he was um, saying the same stuff that his dad was saying to him. Right. You know? Exactly. And so I get I get Butcher's plight on why he wants to leave and no longer have the influence because I think well at the principal then he's like you know you're a smart boy Billy you know you don't have to be like him you can be better and this was his opportunity to get away but yes <laughs> in doing so <laughs> oi <laughs> he leaves Lenny and he leaves Lenny Lenny couldn't poof 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 up poof up poof up <laughs> poof, up, poof up Lenny you can't be a poof all your life and see, and then it's it's a it's you know it's it's layered because uh, yes this this shows why he doesn't stick around with Ryan. Uh, you know Becca's son, Becca and Homelander's kid. Oh right, right, right. Because he's gonna butch it up. He's gonna butch it up. He's gonna I start mean, he wailing on this kid. It. He butched it right now, like you know by severing the tie. He severed the tie with Ryan, saying, "No, I never cared about you." Lee, right mm -hmm. you know um so we haven't seen ryan since episode what two i'm surprised they just dropped him off like that completely i'm um, sure he might make an appearance in the finale you know make it a father son father son thing mm, i'll save it but i'll save it but i get it i get um and then uh even when Huey eventually gets the mind storm, he's like, please wake up my friend. He's like, your friend? He's a he's a piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> Why do you want to wake him up? <laughs> right. I've been through his whole mind. He's a piece of shit. Don't wake him up. Which is funny because, I mean, you assume that was like an instantaneous thing that he did, and he already knows so much about Butcher and the type of person he is. Um, so that, that was neat. But Huey tells him, He's family. He's family. He's yeah. family. This hurt because they're literally drawing the parallels between little brother Huey and big brother Butcher. Right. And Actually, Huey is puffing up. He is puffing up. He's standing up to Soldier Boy. Even with superpowers, right. Soldier Boy could snap Huey in two. And <laughs> he said, I'll, I'll slap you like Connery. <laughs> oh, was he talking about Sean Connery? Yeah, so he's talking about, I'm pretty sure he's talking about Sean Connery. <laughs> and when he called him out on the Normandy stuff, he's like, see, I told you. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> <laughs> I assumed it was Connery, but I'm like, is that in reference to something? Like, did someone slap Sean Connery at one point for some reason? Oh, no, I think um, Sean Connery slapped somebody. Oh, what? so wait, but uh, Soldier Boy I'll was slap, saying. I'll slap you like Connery. But did he like mean Connery I'm slaps? Oh, I I thought he said it as I'm gonna slap you like I slapped Sean Connery. Oh, did he say like I slapped Sean Connery? No, he he didn't say like I slapped, but he said I'm gonna slap you like Connery. So I thought he meant I'm gonna slap you like the same way 
I slapped Connery. Oh, oh, maybe he did. I don't, That's I don't how know. I read it. But you, I mean, because when I interpreted that way, I'm like, wait, so Soldier Boy slapped Sean Connery. That that might neck should have spun around. Ah, uh, oh, true. Yeah. Unless I he pulled it back his. Be that hard. Yeah. Right. Uh, but Soldier Boy doesn't. Unless look Sean like Connery's a soup. Ooh, is that what they're alluding? Ooh, that's one thing they haven't alluded to. If what which, which of our celebrities are <laughs> souped up? Um, right, they could be. Yeah, that they could be. They could be. That would be neat to see. Um, so we have that going on with um, Butcher, Huey, and Mindstorm, and it's nice to see that Mindstorm. I mean, he doesn't seem all that terrible. I mean, we we don't know that much about his past. But Huey's begging him, saying, dude, this is my family. Please, can you wake him up? If he was oh, any then other he, soup, he says, I'll teleport him anywhere you want to go. I'll teleport you anywhere you want to go. And uh, he, he does it. He actually does it for him. And uh, that meeting is cut short because Soldier Boy is back on their trail again. With uh, He threw like a... A knife or a something, knife, or I guess. Yeah, a throwing star. I mean, it wasn't hard. He knew he was going back to butcher. So right, exactly. It's not that hard yeah. to pinpoint. Um, so yeah, he he basically covers um, Mindstorm's face, you know, to avoid the eye contact. He can't really do anything if you know his weakness, and uh, he kind of forcefully talks um, Mindstorm into giving up some information. You know, what was the deal with the Russians back then? What what happened with me? And it, Butcher and Huey are kind of off away from them. Mm-hmm. So their their discussion, their conversation is muffled. You don't know what it is. And Butcher, I'm sorry, uh, Soldier Boy doesn't tell them what it was. Oi, what do you say? Stays quiet, <laughs> keeps walking. Um, Which, by the way, I do want to dial it back a little bit. When... Butcher woke up. He was crying. Oh, yeah. Yes, he was. He he was. was. He feels responsible still. Yeah. He feels responsible and he's telling Huey, I'm sorry. Now, mind you, it's a little bit, um, the lines are kind of blurred if he's in hysteria and he's just saying, I'm sorry to, you know, his brother, which in his dream, they confirmed that his brother killed himself because the beatings continued they were worsened because he was the only punching bag left. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, and his little brother in his little nightmare sequence is basically saying, you do this to everyone, Butcher. The next one up on uh, up in the line is Huey. It's Huey. And yep. he's going to end up the same way as me. So when Butcher wakes up, he's saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And he's looking at Huey when he's saying that. You could mix it up as he's still in that hysteria of seeing his brother and he's trying to apologize to his brother. And as he wakes up, turns out he's saying, I'm sorry to Huey. Or he wakes up, he sees Huey. And with those emotions still high from his nightmare, he's saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Huey, I'm sorry. And Huey's like, sorry for what? <laughs> What's wrong? And I don't know. I like this moment, man, because this is a side of Butcher you do not see a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was fantastic. It's it's um, both. I think it's a layer of both. It's him realizing it's a it's uh it's a cycle. He picks people off the streets, brothers them, and then lets them down. So mm-hmm. it's an apology to Lenny and 
eventually Huey, because, you know, later on in this episode, we learned that they have a time clock. They do have a counting down. Right. Due to Temp V. Temp V has some scary side effects uh, ranging from. I, I didn't realize when he's like, there's something in your ear. Oh, the blood. Yeah, because yeah. it's the, yeah. Yeah, they've been doing that the last couple of weeks. Like sometimes uh, they would bleed from their ears. I think once or twice it was from their nose. Um, there's clearly some side effects. This is Vaught. Um, and and it's and it's not, you know, approved for distribution. They've been stealing this stuff. So right. it's something that is still in the testing phases. So there's terrible side effects ranging from like seizures, to lesions, tumors. It's, you do not want to pump yourself with this stuff um, unless you want that soup high. Uh, it's not worth the trade off, but you know what? I don't go, think so either. Go for it, I guess. Um, but, you know, Starlight, well, we got to talk about Starlight now, right? Because True. she had a little bit of an arc before this, you know, revelation about Temp V. Um, well, with Starlight, you, okay, you have Kimiko and Frenchie coming back to the hideout with like um, MM and Starlight, and the squad is kind of coming back together now. I'm glad that they mm-hmm. started to reintegrate themselves back into the main plot because the last couple weeks, I just wasn't really too sucked into the whole Kimiko and Frenchie side plot. Not the side plot, no. no. Right. The side plot, we can easily do without. Right, exactly. Like I, I liked their development in the side plot. I just wish it was better integrated into the main plot, right? No, the that's, plot, no the correct. No, correct, correct. It would have been much more satisfying to see them, yes, if their right. development came at the behest of the actual plot of what's going on. So yes, they're back. Uh, uh, it's nice to see them get back in the swing, swing of things. But I, I like Kimiko and Starlight's relationship, you know? Uh, sister, sister boy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and they even like, Starlight's associated with this terrorist, this known terrorist. And it's a picture of Kimiko. Uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I, I'm like, I forgot uh, Kimiko got blamed for that. Uh, that one incident Which where one? uh or stormfront killed like the whole family in the apartment oh building. that's right that's right yeah. that that was the first revelation that stormfront was a terrible person yes right? correct mm-hmm. okay i completely forgot about that yeah yes kimiko got blamed for that so yes it's nice as yeah they have a, like a little sisterly relationship and she's You're like swapping hey. drinks and oh yeah she's like this is the first time yeah when's the last time you drank first time <laughs> first time and she's wondering how how are we, she's wondering how starlight is drinking you know straight from the bottle and she's like oh well when you grow up in a a small little town what um, this is this is all we have to do this is all we do <laughs> what else what right. else is there to do go um, go huck some ch- corn go corn, corn toss yeah something like that but we can get the revelation that Kimiko. Well, we I think I we we've been kind of alluded to this that Kimiko would eventually want her powers back. You know, right? Uh, right. She's already recognized that she's still a monster with or without the powers, but now she doesn't want to be helpless 
and she doesn't want to be most of all helpless when it comes to the defense of her friends and her family where you know she almost lost frenchie so it's quite understandable her wanting. i love that yes love it was that. her choice it was her choice this time it so, was you know. and i think there was another layer of that scene with starlight because you know starlight initially is saying no 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 i'm not gonna do this you know we don't know at first i i, I have to go back into vault i might get caught uh, we don't know what's going to happen when you get injected again with compound V. There's just too many what ifs and it's too dangerous. And what is it? Kimiko basically says, oh, well, she doesn't say anything, but Kimiko realizes, you know, I knew you were going to say that. So she typed up a little message for ah. um, Starlight to read. And it's pretty much the message that you just said right now. You know, it was the first time she felt powerless in a situation. She had no means to really combat the situation as well and she almost lost someone that was her family remember mm -hmm. season two she only considered her brother her lost family. brother as her family once she lost that she was destroyed and then we have frenchie filling in that gap as mon good mon <laughs> and he's the new family and notice how starlight upon reading that message she did not fight back on it. Mm -hmm. I think it's because, and there's layers to this. This is why this episode is goaded. I'm telling you, this is this is goaded because she realized from another person's perspective how Huey must have felt all this time. Oh, do you see? So so going back before, you know, Huey's getting hopped up on Compound V or Temp V and he's getting superpowers right oh, right because kimiko also says what are you going to do about huey what are you gonna do about huey and she just oh my god it's there's layers to this this is why this pen ultimate we it, it was it was a kimiko and starlight moment it was a starlight and huey moment it was a huey moment even Huey, even though huey was not there i mean to see that we progressed so far huey was powerless weak all that stuff throughout the previous seasons he's building up finally making a name for himself gets that all torn down once it's revealed that uh nadia is a soup killing people so mm -hmm. now he's like i feel weak again time to get hopped up on v and he, he has that conversation last week with starlight where where she says i thought you didn't have a problem you know with me being more powerful than you and he's like i i, I don't well, actually, I kind of do a little bit. It It's complicated, really. I want to be the one to save you. I, for once, have the power to see something where if I see you in danger, I can save your life. I can be the one to be the hero. So Kimiko, when Starlight's listening to Kimiko's story, you have Kimiko explaining to her, I, I had the power before. I had it. It got taken away from me and I felt powerless in the face of a situation where it could have ended so much worse. She could have lost Frenchie. She could have lost herself. They both could have died. I think once Starlight read that message, bam, immediate comparisons to Huey, 10 out of 10, peel back the layers. This episode was not mid Grandmaster. I never called it mid. I never called it mid. Not once. I'm, I'm here for Kimiko's plight. 
I understand where Kimiko's coming from. I'm glad Starlight also, you know, understands now more about Huey. And I think even to a degree too, here Starlight comes from the idolized team. She's always, you know, fantasized about, you know, becoming a part of to learning that they're all, you know, Terrible. questionable people, right. dastardly people. Uh, and then, you know, she's out of the superhero game because she doesn't believe there are like any good soups out there. But here's Kimiko, someone who had superpowers, who was actually doing right by her powers, you know? Right. So prediction, if things ever go all well in the world of the boys and Starlight becomes captain of a superhero team, she's going to recruit Kimiko. Ooh. If Kimiko would have her, I'm going to call it right now. So, yes. Are we making predictions? I mean, that's kind of an end-all, be-all prediction. That's if any, a, any of them make it out alive. I, I have a prediction for the finale. I won't say a yeah. I'll save it for, well, the end. We're, we're, we're almost wrapping up anyways. But yes. um, there's still, like, one or two more talking points. Um, So Starlight goes into Vaught, tries to steal Compound V. Bam! Bumps into Homelander. Oops. <laughs> I didn't think I was going to bump into you here. You didn't think things. I wouldn't know. <laughs> the way he delivered I love it. I love Anthony Starr, man. He's so great. Um, And uh, so, yeah, what? He's basically um, telling her, you know, you're, you're, you're going to go to VNN. You're going tell to... Tell him you made it all up. <laughs> made it all up. Tell them, tell them it was all lies. And then she's saying, no, I'm not going to do it. And Homelander brings up the Huey bit again. She's like, I remember what I said about Huey. I'm, I'm going to hurt people. I'm <laughs> going to hurt people. If you, if you do not listen to what I have to say, good on Starlight for having the record button on her phone. Yes. Streaming yes. live to all of her followers. Honey, you know not to record me when we're running lines. <laughs> Where are you going? <laughs> I cannot believe oh. she caught him like that. I don't, I, I loved it. He's I loved slipping. It. He is slipping mm. mad hard. Face plant into the pool. He is slipping. Um, and you have, uh, um, what's his name? Um, Edgar just sitting in the back, uh, just like with his legs crossed. Uh, this is what I told you would happen. Right. Of <laughs> course. Of course. And it's crazy how he's really leaning into Starlight is kind of an anchor for him. You know, I don't know why he needs Starlight so bad to be on his side, but it's, I think um, it's, I think it's just look at what he has left. He only well, has the deep. <laughs> That's uh, it. <laughs> That's all oh, not the deep and the deep. He could care less about, I mean, he claims to care about what's going on, but he would rather be like, we need to introduce a new partner. Have you met? Oh. Ambro <laughs> Ambrosia. <laughs> that was so nasty. I mean, it, it was kind of numb now because we, we saw him already do that. At, yeah, at but Hero now Gadget. he's saying, join us. Join us. Have fun. He's, he's like, uh, Ambrosia wants to, Ambrosia to taste wants to you too. Taste you. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, she's like, I'm done. I'm sorry. <laughs> she's like, how long have you been fucking her? It's it. She, well, first it of all, like, her. Get your pronouns right. 
of this a was mess, hilarious. a clown, an absolute clown. He really thinks that he's been getting along on his own without, um, what's her name? His wife, basically, who's been yes. basically puppeteering him the whole time. Yes. Without her, this guy would have just slipped and fell on his face a long time ago. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that, that, again, that goes back to why he's so dependent on, uh, Starlight because he's not going to be buddy, buddy with the deep. <laughs> he hates the deep. Everyone hates the deep. Yes. Yeah, so I don't like the deep. <laughs> and, and again, he's, he's trying to project those feelings that he had for Queen Maeve onto Starlight now. Because we meet Queen Maeve again. We finally get to see where that resort is for rehab. She's being kept alive. She's being kept alive. And this was a sadistic um, uh, turn of events, right? Um, what is it? Homelander basically asked her. Oh, he's going to take her eggs. That's right. Oh, my gosh. Yes. It was, it was going, sick. It was he's sick. Got, right. He's going to insim. He's like, before you die, I am going to take your eggs. No, no. It, it's funny. Before he does that, because he was saying, you know, before oh, all he this imagined... went to, I imagined us getting together, having kids, nesting. Um, and then uh, Queen Maeve is like, are you going to, you know... <laughs> are you gonna do that to me he's like oh my god mate i wouldn't wouldn't force myself i'm not barbaric what what are you talking about but then he spins it back saying i mean well, i am gonna i am gonna take your eggs i am exactly which is and like have them frozen <laughs> that's kind of the same thing you know in a really messed it up is, way it is it is legit the same thing shoot you could take it as far as you know you could take it another layer with recent events uh currently i mean this is way oh, too soon. goodness but yeah there's no way that that is people insane. making choices of, of for your body that is taking insane. the choice from you right in spite because of that recent was the most events. devastating part for her right i mean she was like, like you know the entire time she's sitting there basically kind of you know uninterested in what's going on well, whatever she, he has to she say. is relishing though that he's bruised she's loved is that concealer on your face and he's are, like are you making bruise <laughs> are you you're scared wow Maeve, don't you understand that eight heroes have been killed by this by your friend oh, but you're in soldier boy <laughs> i know <laughs> butcher has powers i love this interaction she's relishing this she is so happy but then once he brings up the egg bit that's when the fear sinks in but right. she somewhat recovers back and says, even even regardless of what you just told me, this is still the best day, top three of my entire life. Want to right. know why? Because I got to see you scared. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. It was not mid, Grandmaster Hoop. I never <laughs> called it mid. I if never you don't say mid. this is great, you think it's mid. <laughs> I, dev I never called it mid. It was just overshadowed by other things that came out today. Goodness gracious. We will talk about those other things another time. It got nothing yes. on this, but, 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 um, one last thing, Black Noir. <laughs> you have it in your well, background. Two things, Black Noir and the twist. 
Oh, and the twist. Right, right, right. Man, there was a lot. There was so much that happened in this episode. It was not mid, Grandmaster. I never called it mid, but Black Noir did not see this coming. And I guess the boys have been uh, experimenting with different formats of storytelling. You know, we had the Kimiko musical sequence, uh, which is great. I love that sequence. that was that was during Hero Gasm, right? Yeah, that was Hero Gasm. I think. No, 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 no. That was the episode before. I'm sorry. That was yeah, it was before. Okay, um, but here we have Black Noir, and we get an inner look at how he operates inside his head. And what he, it's an abandoned a Chuck E. Cheese, right? Yeah, I think is that what Bucky, it, is that what it is? Bucky Beavers or something? It's it's essentially the same thing. That's how I right. It's a, uh, so it. it's an arcade, right? Because he put coins in the thing too. No, did he put coins? Uh, did he put coins in something? I don't, All right, maybe I'm crazy. I don't think he did. I uh, actually misremembering, but I did not see this coming. As far as this like, this silly. is how we're gonna learn about Black Noir. He's talking to inanimate, well, not inanimate, but he's talking to. He's hallucinating about. <laughs> well, he's not hallucinating, but he's just projecting these images of these cartoon characters, these anthropomorphic animals who are like, we gotta dig deep. Uh, uh, Irving, <laughs> remember You've been when you us too long? <laughs> you remember when you hit in the ball pit after you paralyzed that g- 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 kid? <laughs> like what? This was like, so funny. And then they're like, "We're like, we love you, Irving. So we're gonna help you." And they all get in character. They they're putting on a play. This was. This was all voiced by the same uh, actors and actresses that yes. portray mm-hmm. the characters. Uh, you have the bald eagle, and actually, some of some of the characters um, somewhat represent what they're supposed to be in reality. So, like for example, the eagle, that soldier boy, you know, Star Spangled Banner, American. The black sheep is. The black sheep is black noir. Um, you have. Um, oh my God! There was someone else. Um, um I, oh, he beat up um he beat up um uh his sidekick in the beginning of the play. Um Oh, uh Gunpowder. Gunpowder. Gunpowder, Gunpowder, right. Oh, and then uh Crimson Countess I think is a fox. Yes, because she was like, you know, the the, the attractive one yes. in mm-hmm. the group. Um this was all just super silly. I love this. Oh, I, it works though. It still works, you know. It does. Um, no, it's very effective because you know how are you going to learn about a character that just doesn't speak? And we learn, you know, back in um, well, first off, before Nicar- uh, Nicaragua happened, you had uh, <laughs> Black Noir confronting Soldier Boy, saying. Listen, man, I wanted, I wanted to uh, to get that role in Beverly Hills Cop. Why'd you tell them all those things about me? Can Freaking you imagine? Beverly, you mean to tell me Black Noir would have beat out Eddie Murphy? For yes, Beverly Hills yes. Cop. Yes, and, and, oh and he tells gosh. him, he tells him, it's like Black Noir, you're not, you're not funny. funny. <laughs> Yes, I am. You just got to give me a boom, 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 boom. <laughs> this was honestly, this was the best way to tell a story like this. If if they knew from the beginning they were going to give Black Noir a silly 
like um like backstory like i wanted to be part of beverly hills cop this was the best way to do it you have these cartoonish animals excessively beating the crap out of each other i have not seen something so violent in a cartoon since like drawn together i don't know if you ever remember seeing that show i uh i know drawn together i've never seen it that's the one where they're all like actors but they're all drawn differently yeah like like one's like a superhero one's a one's video a super- game character right um, yes yeah that's it th- that that show had excessive violence but this one <laughs> this reminded me of drawn together gotcha um, this was hilarious man uh un- unfortunate too because you're like you're you feel kind of bad for black noir in a way because you're like damn soldier boy just <laughs> let up off of it well that's why that's why they didn't like him because what he was beating up gunpowder because he was late to the he training was, well for gunpowder I, I may need to rewatch the scene I, I thought they were just sparring at first i thought Some, they were... i remember something about somebody was late and he punished them or he was late and they tried saying something to him and then he just started wailing and going in right well obviously he's they're giving reason to why people hate him right you know? exactly he's just he sucks he's the worst he is the worst um and and this ultimately culminates into their plan in nicaragua where um what they basically plan to give him up to the russians um well you you see stan edgar who's he's a raccoon oh right 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 i think Uh, he's is he a raccoon I don't know. I need what to the go back. Yeah, I need to go back and see what animal he was. They, they did a good job casting the characters for the animals that they were supposed they to did. be. So now I want to go back and see what animal he was. Yeah, no, I, I can't remember what animal he was, but it, it was it was funny. It was good. It was. Um, and it was it was a conversation approved by uh Vought and the mm-hmm. other company that Edgar was in charge of. He dropped the name. I don't know. I think um it was the name of Vought before. They oh, okay. Just shorten it, it to Vought. Okay, it was got like Vautlin, not Vautlin, but whatever. It was like Vought, but it was just a longer title. Okay, okay. Yeah, I, um, at least that's what I took from it. Right. Um, Edgar's making sure everyone's on board with this. Um, oh, and they're like, and, oh yeah, we're in, we're in, we're in. Yeah, we want to be the crap out of him. So we get the scene as to how they were able to subdue him. And they, they all teamed up. They all teamed up and they were sick of this man's BS. And man, he did not have to do Black Noir like that. It's funny because, you know, when we saw the Nicaragua flashback from before, it was assumed once we saw how messed up um, Black Noir's face was, we mm-hmm. thought maybe he got, you know, napalmed on the side of the head. Like, you know, there was like a napalm strike somewhere nearby right um bombing like and because there was chaos everywhere we just thought he just got unlucky and got hit from some shrapnel or whatever but it turns out when he was fighting soldier boy this dude cooked his head on the side of a burning vehicle and literally gashed out his brains with oh and he had to pick up his brain and put it back in that's insane that is kind of sad it is sad because i mean we don't you can assume they were still pieces of garbage before this but there's such a thing as being excessive and soldier boy was just out of his mind i do not blame them for wanting 
to get rid of them. Like, right. <laughs> they mm-hmm. hated him. They hated him so, so much. Um, oh, and then Black, I, I pulled it up right now. Black Noir rubs his head where he put his brain back in. Oh, my God. Oh, wait. Oh, he, he actually, like, in reality? Like, when like in the watching, reality, yeah. He's, oh. like, rubbing, he rubs his head. Oh, yeah, that's right. He does, because when I saw that scene, I thought maybe that's why he can't speak. Because that, you know, maybe the part of the ah, brain yeah. that got severed is, is for his speech. So right. that would have explained it. Yeah, this was this was all great. I like seeing Black Noir's backstory and it it being told through these cartoonish characters. And they they uh the beaver gave that line at the end that you always hear in these inspirational uh uh beats and movies and stuff is like uh what? Oh, about okay. the be, being being brave, right? Yeah, it's like being brave doesn't mean you don't have fear. Being, being brave, brave means you have fear, but still do like, it. Do it, yeah. Do something about it. I love so, it. Is ooh. he gonna be heroic? I don't know. Well, leading into the finale, we got some options here. Uh, you want to talk about the, the 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 twist? Let's talk about it. It's the final thing um so uh two phone calls happen one phone call being uh starlight talks to butcher she says hey if you take like four to five doses you're you're gonna die which i'm pretty sure they're like already past that they're, so they're, they are 100 past that so point. yeah they're on the verge and he does not tell huey um so and it's he has kinda, a moment to like tell him he does like and he hesitates. he hesitates he hesitates right right which it goes to show you might have another lenny incident here he is he's he's butching it up you know mm-hmm. uh but then the other phone call uh uh mr homelander uh you got a call it's from like, some guy claiming to be a soldier boy <laughs> like i'll put him through put him through <laughs> and then uh i i, I guess he just basically is like change of plans uh because what at a party he came in a cup 1980 i came in a cup there's <laughs> something so like i don't even remember what it was that you know what led to that but it was basically that he right basically busted inside of a cup he handed the <laughs> cup to whoever someone from Vought or whatever and then they're like this is going to be the new generation of um or the, the new face of Vaught. And then they got rid of Soldier Boy. Um so he he reveals that to him. He's and he's like, uh what? He's like, Yeah, I would have I would have gladly given up my title as the head of Vaught if I knew it was gonna be going to someone that was my mm-hmm. son. And I don't know, like you don't know how home Homelander's there just like I'm expecting him to just say something stupid like daddy <laughs> like just something so silly um but this changes everything this yes, changes though does. this is going to be an explosive finale because you know um soldier boy now knowing that homelander is his son he's gonna set these two up he's gonna set butcher and huey up they're gonna go in thinking that homelander and uh i'm sorry uh, soldier boy and the rest of them are gonna go in and tag team homelander but the 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 tables are gonna turn and now it's soldier boy and homelander versus them two 
and it's well it's interesting also because you know in the last episode it was you know uh oh so you're the new me and he's like oh no i'm i'm the upgrade and I now it. i i just pulled it up uh he was like um you know had i known i would have just given you the title you know right son which son. means he values the i guess the father son uh aspect of it all and the you know the kind of uh the passing down the inheritance of the title the face of vaught america's number one hero right and honestly uh it's it's a it's a weird place because homelander here he always wanted was a daddy you know someone to love him and that you know that piece of humanity that they right. talk about like right. that the the evil homelander is like you still have that little piece of humanity yes. in you, you know, that just wants to play catch with daddy. <laughs> <laughs> and now he has an opportunity. Um, so yeah, we don't know what's going to happen because A, he still wants to kill Black Noir. Black right. Noir is going to have to confront him. There's no way Black Noir is siding with Soldier Boy. Oh yeah, there's no way. I mean, Soldier Boy is not going to let him side with him. Right. He, he attacked him. Right. Uh, we have Homelander and Soldier Boy probably going to pair up, and yes, get the jump on Huey and Butcher. You know, Soldier Boy doesn't care now that he knows he has a son. Right. You know, like he can care less about Butcher. You know, exactly. especially if they kill Black Noir, their deal's up. Exactly. Uh, right. 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 Um. But yeah, uh, ahead of the finale, um, we really don't know who's on whose side right now. It's going to be a lot of switcheroos mm -hmm. and it's going to culminate into something big because we also got you know, like we said Frenchie and mm found or they're looking for that thing that could put soldier boy to sleep but and will they, they get there in out. time they have to go to russia and ah like, right they got to go back to russia i i don't know if that's going to be a quick you know swap in of like how quickly they can go there come back or if they find like a more reasonable way to acquire um that that you know that gas to put out right. soldier boy um i'm calling it now huey's dying in the finale Ooh, i'm calling huey. it now i think things have been gearing up for uh him to bite the big one i feel like his character arc is about to culminate in into the finale where i can see him i i, I can see if butcher either a doesn't soup him up i could see him still going into the final fight whatever that is and jumping in to save either butcher starlight and biting the big one with or without powers because it's going to be something where he's going to be dying happy saying look i i saved you guys i saved you and that's all i ever wanted oh my god he's dying he's dying next um i will dying. say this I will say this. We don't know how much Compound V uh, Starlight grabbed. You know? Oh, right, because she went to get... Well, she went to get that, Compound V for Kimiko. And then she also... But we saw the Temp V, so we know she didn't grab any Temp V. Right. Uh, but with that said, part of me feels, what if that one of them took Compound V? You know? 
Yeah, they haven't established what would necessarily happen. You know, like if you take, what's the point of taking temp V if you could just take compound V? Well, temp and, V is what it is. If no, you don't want to be a right. superhero or have superpowers. Right, because we've seen at the very least, you know, Kimiko getting compound V and she's she's going to get her powers back. You know, she's going to be, she, she's not going to die in the process. But we also see uh, Nadia's daughter. She also injects her with yes. compound V. Um, we don't see the results of that, but she likely survived. And now her daughter has powers, whatever those are. Um, so, yeah, they could do something with compound V instead of just using temp V. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I, I think regardless of whether or not they soup up with V or temp V, Huey's dying. I this is this is for for this to be the best finale ever. His death needs to be on on uh plastered on the door. Mm. I'm well, you. if you want this to be the best finale ever, MM's gonna have to take compound or Tim V and oh, join the fray. To do like the whole treat, you want the boys to go. Well, that's in. what Toasty says happens in the comics is that they all eventually take some, but. Right. For MM's character, you know, here's Soldier mm -hmm. Boy coming for blood or whatever. And if he's truly trying to save his friends above his revenge. Right. And that 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 agent doesn't work. This might be the time he has to do it. You know? This might be. And uh, you know, he's all about taking the high road. I think right. we're gonna see him not take the high road. At least this yeah. once. Just this once, they're gonna need right. all the help they can get. Because if Soldier Boy is teaming up with uh, Homelander, they're gonna need everyone. I Correct. Can, I can see Huey, Butcher, MM, maybe even Frenchie. I don't know. Maybe. Eh, French? No. Mostly. Depends MM. on how big of a battle. See, Depends right. on how big of the battle. I see more MM coming in here to do some dirty work. Um, this episode was fantastic. From beginning to end, it was not mid grandmaster. I never I called it mid. I never called it mid. It? You're confusing these people. They think I called it mid. I never once ever. <laughs> this episode was just fantastic. Um, it was good. It I'm, was good. I'm very hyped going into the season finale. Um, and I want to know where they're going to go from here because they're already greenlit for a season four. Uh, and, and they start filming in August. They I start think, yeah. filming in August, and you know they cannot keep the boys going without Anthony Starr as Homelander at the forefront. Um, I'm, they, unless he gets usurped by uh, Soldier Boy. Uh, I mean, even then, I just I love seeing it to see Homelander and just the chaos and. I mean, I get it. You know, things are boiling up. You know, something's got to happen in this finale and something will happen. We don't know mm -hmm. what. We don't know if it's just Huey dying, if, if anyone's going to die, uh, Homelander's going to die, Butch, uh, uh, maybe Butcher, uh, I don't know. Uh, Soldier Boy, there's a mix of a lot of things. Someone's We're going to see dying. the biggest clash of... The biggest clash. Right, because right. right. now people, now with the capability of being able to fight on par... With the soups, we're gonna see the biggest clash. Easy. Calling that right now. Don't know about deaths. But I'm I'll calling put the money clash. On deaths. Huey's biting the big one. 
we will all right reconvene next week and i'm i'm telling you and, and this is not me like having read any i don't, I don't know what happened <laughs> yeah, no 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 you're fine yeah, yeah 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 you're fine i have no idea i actually i read a really cool comparison where um apparently the way the boys happened was um I, i'm sorry the comic was um uh homelander was made from stormfront's dna and he had sex with soldier boy in the comic they oh. reversed those roles in the show where homelander was born from dna from soldier boy and he smashed stormfront so they reversed it what oh they didn't say stormfront though they mentioned a girl in the scene just some what? random girl soldier boy the mother of no 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 no. i i mean um i mean in the comics uh and i haven't read the comics i just saw this comparison be made in the comics soldier boy was i'm sorry homelander was made from the dna of of uh what's her name stormfront she but stormfront's not a girl in the comics is he not no storm stormfront's a boy in the comics oh it's probably the same thing then they gender they gender gender, swapped it yeah they gender swapped it so he came from stormfront ah smashed soldier boy in the comics reverse now on the show he came from soldier boy's dna he smashed stormfront who got gender bent into a female gotcha so i thought that was kind of cool but that's all i know about the comic I don't know anything. Yeah, I try not to look too much. I don't like it either. I, again, I think I think the show, in my opinion, again, I haven't read the comic, but I think the sh- I think the show is better than the comic. From what I've heard, how the comic tells its story, I think The Boys has done it phenomenally better. I, I believe. I believe I would be more satisfied with what we're given here in the show versus what's depicted in the comics. I think this show is probably the best superhero medium around right now. Ooh. Like, I don't think, I don't think anyone has, well, especially in talking series for three straight seasons, no one has been more consistent. Very, very consistent. I'm hyped for season four. We'll see. We'll see, yeah. Um, But that's all we have to say, right? Nothing, nothing much else in this episode. Nope, we got it all. All right, all right. Well, there you have it, folks. There's our penultimate take on the episode seven of season three of The Boys. Let us know what you all think in the comments down below, wherever you're listening to us on, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at the Yonko Table. Give us a like, give us a shout out. Let us know what you all think. And if you want to continue the conversation, don't forget to join our Discord server. More information on that in the link to Patreon down below. But with that, everyone, I'm your Yonko host, Dr. Jace Attorney and fellow Yonko Grandmaster Hoop, signing off and take care.